Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You, Marley Technology Park is my new and exciting project, and it's really aimed at what I like to call shaping a smarter future. And we believe that we are going to become an innovative new force in the Caribbean. Hi, I'm Henneka Watkins-Porto, your inspirational leader and host of The Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Jamaica Stock Exchange. And now let's go to today's episode. On episode 6, 64 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast is the founder and managing director of Geotech Vision and executive chairman of Marley Technology Park Limited. As an entrepreneur, she has received several recognitions and awards, including NCB Women in Business Award 2013, the Jamaica Chamber of Commerce Young Entrepreneur of the Year 2014, the University of Technology Trailblazer Award in 2015, the Commonwealth Woman Entrepreneur of the Year 2015 as well, the Georgetown Chamber of Commerce and Industry Young Business Executive Award for 2016, the University of Technology World Class Woman Entrepreneur in 2017, and Rosa Distinguished Alumni Award in 2017, and most recently, in 2018, the Leader Worth Following Award from LeaderCast Kingston in association with the Jamaica Chamber of Commerce. I'm super, super delighted to extend a very warm welcome to Valerie Grant. Thank you so much, Valerie. Welcome to the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Thank you, Henika. Thanks for having me. I normally engage my non-Jamaican guests by asking them their favorite Jamaican expression or something to that effect. Of course, you're, you're Jamaican, so I'm going to ask you something totally different. So when you're not in Jamaica, what do you miss most about Jamaica? The food. <laughs> ah, <laughs> that was easy, right? Too easy. <laughs> All right. I'd love to say uh, congrats. Congratulations on all your achievements. Uh, you're very, uh, very dynamic, very um, business savvy, and you're making an impact on the world. You've had an exciting entrepreneurial journey, and we're really excited to hear about that. But most recently, the Leader World Following Award, and I'm excited about one, you know, that one in particular, of course, because I'm a bit selfish right now. <laughs> Our Leadercast Kingston just ended. And of course, we partnered with a host of people and organizations, including the Jamaica Chamber of Commerce. And we're in that partnership. We went in search of a leader worth following, which is really the mantra of Leadercast to build leaders worth following. And we identify Valerie Grant, we we identified you as that leader worth following from our pool of persons for 2018, our very inaugural um, award. So congratulations, Valerie. How do you feel about that? Thank you very much, Henika. Um, I feel very honored to have gotten that award. And it also places uh, additional responsibility because I believe that I, I have a great team and I need to lead by example. But it's not just about my team. It's about other entrepreneurs. And one of the spaces that I play in working with women entrepreneurs. 
and how can I be an example to them as well as making sure that I always look back to make sure that I bring a sister with me. So that's kind of my focus. Mm-hmm. And that's critical, you know, um, you know, when, when, once you get to the top, you need to send the elevator back down so that others can come up and, and you, and you bring others along with you along your journey, because um, at the end of the day, it's, if, if you've passed on nothing, what, uh, you know, that you've learned that you've gained, then it does not make sense because life is about, it's, it's just so revolving. It's about sharing. It's about, um, you know, looking and trying to elevate others as you yourself, you are being elevated. So congrats and thank you for what you do. Thank you, Henika. All righty. So we're going to talk right now. Um, about, you know, the whole geospatial technology, etc. Now, during the World Economic Forum in 2016, it was pretty much posited that we are at the cusp of a fourth industrial revelation, uh, revolution, rather. And that revolution is in reference to the technological revolution that's happening, um, you know, with, with uh, software, everything so accessible right now, literally at the the touch of a button um, at your fingertips, literally. So we're going to be delving uh, into that. That's your area. You're into geospatial technology. But first of all, for those of us who don't know much about what that is, kind of enlighten us. All right. So to put it simply, it's all about location. So if we should really think about it, location is an element of everything that we do. In fact, sometimes I ask audiences, if they should think about something they've done in the last 24 hour that did not have a location component and they're hard pressed to think about it because if we go to school drop our kids to school then that's location if we go to the supermarket that's location if we go to work that's location so most of the problems that we will ever face have a geographic or a location component so geospatial technologies is basically technologies that surrounds location and it helps us to solve some of our most enduring problems, um, whether that is in relation to, to businesses, understanding where their assets are, whether it's in relation to disaster management. So it's a very cross-cutting piece of technology um, or solutions that really affects many elements of our lives, even without us knowing it. You know, when you talk about location, you know, it sounds like, uh, you know, when, when you when you think marketing, you know, like they say, location is everything, location, location, location. And so too is it with um, geospatial technology. Now, when we look at, uh, when we think about, for example, our GPS system, uh, global position system or remote sensing and, um, and, and geofencing. Now, give us some more examples as we, you know, particularly as you talk about or think about the GPS system, what are some of the, the elements that, you know, we take for granted, you know, the, the layperson will take for granted in that technology? You know, um, when we think about GPS, a global positioning system, or in these days, we don't longer really talk about GPS because that's just one example. We talk about global navigation satellite systems because there are so many of them out there. And GPS is just one of those systems. We also have GLONASS out there. We have the Russian one. We have Galileo, the European one. So there are several of them out there. And it's all about positioning, understanding your location. So 
we take it for granted because some of us use Google Maps and it gives us some directions as we go, as we are um, trying to navigate and it gives us turn by turn direction. And that is the use of uh, GNSS. It's the use of those satellite system that enables you to do that. Uh, if we are trying to do our surveys in terms of boundary surveys, a more technical thing that surveyors go out and identify where exactly our parcel of land is, they're relying on that system as well. So there, when uh, a JPS decides to tell you that a certain block of your, your, the grid is going to be out, they are they are relying on information that was collected using those global navigational satellite systems in cooperation with their geographic information system. So even things that we, we, we don't think of in terms of things that affect our daily life or water or electricity, these companies are really heavily reliant on those pieces of technology to make sure that their daily operations can take place seamlessly as well as to enhance customer service. So then, all right, so what I'm getting, is it that geographical information system, which could be or is a part of the geospatial technologies, is, is, is really different. It's just one element of? Right. So your geo, uh, so the technologies that you just spoke to, you spoke about remote sensing, you spoke about um, GPS or GNSS, those are complementing technologies to geographic information systems, which is the, the, the part that pulls it all together. It's like the integrator. And, and so all of that comes under the discipline that I specialize in, which is geospatial technologies. Mm, okay. So, all right. So again, because we want to bring it home and, and make it as uh, easy as possible for, you know, everybody that will be tuning in. Now, in terms of an ecosystem, when we think geospatial technology and the ecosystem, so everything from uh, Google Earth and everything else that would be that form part of the ecosystem, kind of break it down and, and let us see what the that ecosystem looks like. All right. So the ecosystem has traditionally just been the main core pieces of technology, like your GNSS your geographic information system, your remote system, your remote sensing systems, which includes things like your satellite imageries, your drone data, your aerial photographs, and complementing technologies. But these days, as you mentioned at the outset, as we are on the brink of that technological revolution, that fourth industrial revolution, it's really characterized by a fusion of these technologies where there is no blurring between the physical and the digital barriers. So it's more enterprise wide. So it's an amalgamation of things like our big data or IoT or artificial intelligence that is providing active insights into things like marketing that we spoke about. And it's disrupting our lives and touching industries in so many different ways. And the possibilities have just now become so endless. Endless indeed. So when did you get involved um, in, in this area, Valerie? What's your genesis like? Okay, so <laughs> I, I am a, I'm a geologist by training. 
And so I, I love rocks. I love the outdoors. And I thought I would always be on the outdoors and not sitting in front of a computer. But I, I got involved purely by accident as a, at the urging of a friend to take up a, a, a summer job, nonetheless, at a geospatial company. And from then, the CEO saw some potential in me and kind of insisted that I look at the, the space and threw me in at the deep end. And I really started. I know those help. people, you know, that just see <laughs> potential and just throw you like, don't matter whether or not you can swim anyway. <laughs> Continue. Yes. And so that was what happened. And, and then I decided to, to do a master's in um, GIS and environment. And since then, I have been in this industry for about 18 years. And um, it's it's been rewarding. And I got to this place where I recognized that there could be some differences in the industry. I moved from private sector to government. And in my government role, I thought I could have made a bigger impact. But I saw that it was, you know, there were some levels of bureaucracy. And, and therefore, I decided that was what spurred me to kind of get out on my own. And so in 2008, uh, right when there was a recession, mm-hmm, I, I remember that. Out <laughs> into being an entrepreneur, and our idea really was to to make a difference in terms of providing a customized solution in the geospatial space. So really try to analyze what the real business needs were and match the business needs with the solution, rather than just selling um, a, a box that may or may not work. So, so the name, I'm trying to get the name for what you do now. Would you say that you're a geospatial engineer? Is that what you call yourself? What do you, what do you call yourself in this industry? Well, we, we refer to ourselves as a, well, I refer to myself as a geospatial scientist. And there is so much more that we're going to talk about, Valerie. Um, particularly, we're going to look at the, Marie, uh, the Marley Technology Park uh, after we come back from our break. So let's take a break right here. Listen up, if you are in Jamaica, this is for you. The world needs your voice. It's as simple as that. So start your own podcast. Visit com and sign up now to your podcasting workshop and save 1,000 Jamaican dollars. Increase your network by connecting with global guests and an audience from all over the world. Hurry up, spaces are limited. So sign up now at com and be part of the movement and ahead of the game. We needed to raise capital. But our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing? Or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. 
Welcome back. And I have as my guest, if you've missed us before, I am speaking with Valerie Grant. She is the managing director and founder of Geotech Vision and executive chairman of Marley Technology Park Limited. Now, we know about Geotech Vision and, you know, and what you've been doing based on what we said earlier or discussions earlier, Valerie, in terms of what the space is about, etc. But now there is a new baby which is Marley Technology Park. And I want to hear so much more. Well, I want to hear about that, actually. Okay, so Marley Technology Park is my new and exciting project. And it's really aimed at what I like to call shaping a smarter future. And we believe that we are going to become an innovative new force in the Caribbean. So it's a true tech park in every sense of the word. And really, what we are doing is that we have now um, secured a complex, a gated complex, 68-acre property out in beautiful Old Harbor. It's, it's surrounded by the beautiful mountain range, and the facility is just really um, well manicured. And our vision is really to transform this current facility into a world-class, environmentally responsible tech park that would drive regional growth and innovation. And so we are, you know, partnering. We are going to be having several different areas of focus in the tech park, one being one of the drivers of our economy right now, um, the BPO space. So we are looking to build out 3,000 BPO seats. Already, we have a 2,000-seat conference hall on that complex. We are going to be doing light manufacturing, including the assembly of our very own geotablets right here in Jamaica, because we already make them, but now we'll be doing it right here in Jamaica. We'll be having our boutique hotel on the property. And, of course, we'll be having our tech adventure park that will feature um, virtual reality theaters and um AR and all of the latest innovation. So this park is really where high tech happens. Mm, interesting. You know, as you talk about this, um, this park, I remember being in India a couple of months ago. I spent two months in India earlier this year. And I also visited a technology park. And one of the things that really fascinated, um, I was fascinated by is one, the, the throwback to, um, to a lot of the, 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 the old stuff that people used to use in technology, but also the virtual reality. Um, I know that virtual reality is not a new phenomenon. It's been around for, for a number of years now, but having, having, you know, seen it and experienced it in a technology park, it was in a fulsome way. It was amazing. And I'm looking forward to, so as soon as everything is ready, Valerie, please, Throw me that invitation. I come over. I want to experience virtual reality in that technology park. Um, you mentioned about the BPO, which is the business process outsourcing. And that too, that is excellent because we, we're seeing, you know, there are a number of complaints about, you know, it's, it's, it's persons are in the sector are not being paid well, et cetera, et cetera. But the thing is, we have to understand that it is a start, right? And there are different levels, I'm sure, within that sector too, that persons operate at. You start at one level and you advance. So too in any other industry. So I'm really looking forward. To, it, sound, uh, it sounds so exciting even to have a boutique hotel on the, par on the park and everything. So how excited are you about that? 
I'm very excited, but there's really no honeymoon period for me because, you know, we we got keys a couple of weeks ago and uh, we are in full swing trying to get everything retrofitted. We have already hosted our first couple events at the convention center, even while we are retrofitted. So we've really hit the ground running, uh, but I'm really looking forward to it. And some of the pieces that really excite me is the fact that we're going to be having a woman in tech center, something that I think is so needed across the region. We're going to be having a youth innovation hub. And we're really looking forward to playing with our partners to bring some of these things together. We're talking about partners like IBM, Google, and other major tech giants, and we Robotics, people like those. And so we're, we're looking to to really collaborate to innovate as i like to say it's we, we are not going it alone we are working with private other private sector organizations we are working with academia of course you know government is supportive of the bpo space so it's really a collaborative effort to bring this to fruition and when we at the end of it, as I said, it's where high tech happens. We are looking at a center for technology commercialization. So it's cutting edge stuff. So my people farmers, if you've wondered, if you had any doubts why Valorant has received all these numerous awards, and most recently the Leader Worth Following Award from Leadercast Kingston and the Jamaica Chamber of Commerce, then what you've been listening to, I'm sure would put all your doubts aside. Um, I'm excited just talking to you. I'm excited to be part of the Women in Tech and I'm glad it's in Old Harbor. It's pretty much in the in the parish that I'm domiciled in St. Catherine and I, I want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of what you're doing. I'm encouraging those of the, you know, those of my 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 supporters as well to be a part of what you're doing. I know that you work a lot with government. What it is that you do in government right now? I work a lot with government pretty much. Uh, it started all with governments being our major clients, and that is right across the Caribbean. But it also is about us trying to also educate persons in government as to the usefulness of the technology. I happen to also have the role as one of the the, the technical advisors to the United Nations Global Geospatial Information Management Grouping for the Americas Group, which means that I get to interface with the focal points who are responsible for geospatial across the region. And what that means is that, uh, you know, as we look at the sustainable development goals, they are riddled with geographic indicators. And how do you um, try to include um, geospatial in what it is that they're doing to achieve those goals? And so that's one of the areas that we've been working with government. As we look at the tech part build out, as I said, because of the BPO space, we are trying to get this space to be a special economic zone. We also recognize that, you know, a lot of the goals that we have and the objectives would be in keeping with what one wants to see um, from a governance perspective for the nation and by extension the region and so from that front we will be we work with government as we look at the youth innovation hub i've had initial discussion with the minister of education and how that will basically help to spur innovation across the country and get more persons in tech one of the things that we're passionate about and have been participating 
in is girls in ICT day. And we want to see more initiatives like those that encourage innovation and also help to stem, also help to maintain that gender balance. Speaking of gender balance, it's like you're reading my mind because the next question that I thought of, is it a male-dominated space that you're in? It is, it is. In fact, when Geotech Vision started, and we probably still are, um, we were the only female-owned and operating operated geospatial company in the entire region back in 2008. So it has, it is a male-dominated space and um, it's sometimes hard to play with the boys, so to speak, because there's still a little boys club out there. But you know what? I've come to realize that once we get in through the door, um, our clients love us and we usually stay there. And we do have a lot of our male colleagues that are active supporters and, you know, they recognize the merit of what we have to offer. And so we are an equal footing. So now I want you to take this final moment and just give a word of inspiration and encouragement to our, especially to our women that are listening. How do you break beyond, you know, the walls that persons have put around you, go be above and beyond? How do you find the courage to step out, do that? What's important to, to bear in mind? You know, one of the books that I like is um, Darren Hardy's The Compound Effect. Compound effect speaks to, you know, consistent small steps. So it's about that discipline. It's about having the will to show up for practice when you don't want to show up for practice. It's doing that and not allowing persons to set limits for you. Um, I personally believe in living a great story and being my authentic self. So be that. Find who you are. And and be that and, and never let anybody tell you otherwise. Beautiful. You know, I'm listening to you and I want to be more and I want to do more and I'm inspired by you. So thank you so much. We're about to close. And you mentioned to me earlier before we came on the interview that you will be giving away a geo tablet. Kind of give the information in terms of how persons may contact you. I'm sure on the show notes page, we will put the link to accessing the gift that you have. But also, how per- can persons get in touch with you? We are located at 44 Copa Drive in Kingston. We are also, you c- they can get in touch with us at 634-6813. And of course, all the information is found at our website at www.geotechvision.com. And so they can check us out there and uh, they'll find out a lot more about geospatial technologies as well. And they'll get the details as to how they can pick up that gift. Valerie, it has been such a tremendous pleasure talking with you. Um, Just having this uh, conversation reminds me personally of what is possible. I'm sure it reminds our peak performers that are listening right now of what is possible. And you said something very important. It's something that I live by. Don't allow persons to put limits on you. Congratulations on all your accomplishments. You are a true trailblazer within the Caribbean. You are making a difference. You're making an impact. And that is so critical. That's what life is about. You know, we didn't come here to just um, pass through. We came to make an impact, leave, leave our mark so that those who come behind us will find us faithful and inspired to, to, to do even better than we did. 
Thank you very much, Henika, for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you and I look forward to welcoming you to the Tech Park. Yes, me too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Entrepreneurial You. If you enjoy this podcast, please tell a friend or rate and review us in Apple Podcast. To learn more about the podcast, please go to henikawatkisporter.com. And of course, before I head out, I have to say a big thank you to all our stakeholders who made Leadercast Kingston such a tremendous success. Leadercast Kingston was brought to you by the Entrepreneurial You in association with the Arger Glino Communications Group and our sponsors, Exim Bank Jamaica, Pear Tree Press, Jamaica Public Service Company, Jamaica Stock Exchange, Stocks and Securities Limited, NCUFM, and the Jamaica Chamber of Commerce. Now, that was a very special our relationship because with the Jamaica Chamber of Commerce, Leadercast Kingston was able to name our first leader worth following. We went in search of someone based on the mantra of Leadercast to develop leaders worth following. And with the partnership of the Jamaica Chamber of Commerce, Leadercast Kingston identified Valerie Grant, who is the CEO of Geotech Vision Enterprises as our inaugural leader worth following. So congrats to Valerie Grant. As well, I continue to say thanks to my awesome team, my core team, as well as those who supported on the day from university and college ambassadors. Senator the Honorable Royal Reed, who is the Minister of Education, Youth and Information in Jamaica, he gave opening remarks. I mean, we made the news on Par 106, got featured on GIS and so on. So it was a tremendous day. It was a tremendous success. And I thank all the stakeholders for making that happen. My name is Henny Kawaki Sporter, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn just by putting in Henico Watkiss Porter. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?